2: Well, the Associated Press enough. is full of
1: shit. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes About Bet Sports Show. Papa Dude, how are we doing today?
2: Uh, better, better. Still got allergies, something awful, but a uh, little bit better, uh, not sneezing quite as much. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're bad.
0: Yeah,
1: I know. Allergy season has been weird here uh, in this part of the country. I'm the same way. I've had them later than ever
2: well i'm i'm used no i'm just opposite i usually have them in the fall Okay, dry and dusty which is what we're encountering right now we're on kind of a 10-day streak of uh no rain after we got tons of rain for a while we knew this was going to happen and i went out and mowed the yard and usually it's august before it hits me because it gets so dusty yeah and uh man i started breathing dust and the next thing i know i've but I'm getting better, a lot better today.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it is very dry, very uh, just. Yeah, like I said, no, no rain in sight here in Missouri. That's all right. And we're not talking about Missouri on this show today, anyway. We're talking about Belmont Park. We've got a uh, the pick four of Belmont Park. The last four races on the card. We're going uh, for Thursday. We're going to talk about those. They've also drawn the Ohio Derby, so we're going to talk about the Ohio Derby a little bit on this show as well. They drew that earlier today, so we've kind of got a jam-packed show. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just pull up the Belmont uh, card now. I'm going to go to race six, and let's just kick it off and start talking about these last four races on Thursday. Uh, so we'll start with race six on the card. We're on the dirt, $20,000 claimers, going six furlongs for this one uh, uh, for three-year-olds and upward. we got a field of seven. Who do we like in this race to kick us off, Papa Dude? Well,
2: first of all, let's notice we have no odds, right? <laughs> so that is a severe handicap for me. <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes I do better when there aren't any odds.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, so I don't have—we don't have very much to go by. We just have to use our handicapping skills, which yours is better than mine. Um, I'm going to throw my first one out there, and then you tell me your first one, and let's do it like that. Okay. Okay. All right. I like the seven. Uh, Brilliant Brooks uh, has won two out of three races uh, this year, and those are wrapped around finishing fourth in a minor stakes. Uh, I don't think this field is too loaded. A $20,000 claimer, I feel like uh, that should be able to be done by him. That's who I like on top.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I have the seven on top as well. So we're agreeing. We're one for one here as far as agreeing with top picks. Brilliant Brooks, the seven, like you said, coming out of that starter allowance race and now dropping here to the $20,000 claiming level. One last time out at six to five, probably going to be a pretty short price uh, once again. Uh, I also uh, have went uh, let's I'll just go my second choice since we have the same one there. The number three, Rejected Again, is one I'm interested in. Running first off the claim for Rudy Rodriguez. Uh, I I like that angle. I also love when Luis Saez rides for Rudy Rodriguez. He's done it 52 times in the last year. 33% of the time, the horse has won. 42% of the time, the horse has finished in the money. Rudy's having another really good Belmont meet. Uh, Moving up slightly, claim this horse for 16, moves it up to 20. Uh, I think that's actually a good sign. I think that, that means for, for my uh, purposes that Rudy believes this horse is going to run a pretty good race uh, on Thursday. So I have the three as my second horse in. Who did you have?
2: Uh, I've got him third. Uh, but, again, I don't know all the angles that you do. But I like the fact when they claim one, they jump it up a little bit. I always think that's a very good sign that they don't want to lose this horse. You know, I kind of look at it when they claim one for 16 and run it for 10. That's a little bit of a red flag to me that maybe they, unless it's somebody like uh, Deodoro or Broberg or somebody that has a huge barn and mm-hmm. they claimed it and they're wanting to get a win out of it and hope somebody else claims it. So they, they drop it down because they've got so many horses, they can do that because they have such a huge stable. They don't care if they lose one. Uh, but I've got him third, but I I uh, wavered on him a little bit by putting him second also. Uh, I have the number five as my second choice, Gemography, but I'm not crazy about this horse. Uh, has been running a, a little bit higher level than the $20,000 claimer and doing okay. So I'm not crazy about him, so I could certainly be talked out of out of him, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, gemography is an interesting horse. Kind of was on the bubble for me as far as uh, going to make the ticket, uh, whether it be exact or try or the pick four in this spot. Uh, I, I, it's it's weird, right? Coming back off seven days rest for Linda Rice, uh, claimed this horse two back, ran it back in an allowance, didn't do any any running really whatsoever. Fifth beaten nine, and now we are dropping, and that is a good sign for sure, but. I'm on the fence a little bit about what that horse is going to do today. It's it, it's interesting to me, uh, just seven days rest. Are we just kind of like, uh, let's try to get rid of this horse? It almost feels that way, doesn't it?
2: It does. And here's another thing. Looking at the ninth race, I, as you and I have already done, I don't know how you feel about it. I think we need to go as short as we can before we get to that ninth race, because I don't know if you got anybody, but I got nothing in the ninth race. Oh, so yeah. We can horse or two i think that's good
1: it's a typical saratoga or belmont i should say card where the last race is definitely a nightmare and it follows suit here as well and yeah i'm with you it's, it's yeah. going to be a little bit wild yeah um yeah i i agree uh another horse that i looked at pretty hard was the two uh saratoga pal that was a horse that i had in third Uh, You know, listen, the horse three back won an allowance in December at Aqueduct. Uh, It's a New York Red allowance, but still an allowance. And then two races back, was in a New York Red Stakes, got fifth. And then on February 12th, ran in another allowance, this time for Open Company. Got me 13 links. Still a big-time class drop here for this horse. Coming back off of a little bit of a layoff, that's the only question mark this horse has numbers that are good enough to win here. Did you think about the two, Saratoga Pal at all?
2: I do, and I, I actually like it a little bit better than the five. You know, I like some things about him. I like the fact that he ran at Pimlico in the Jim McKay uh, sprint. So I like this horse, too. I think he will give us a little bit of a price. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be uh, favored by much. Did you look at the four at all?
1: Four is easy shot, and it's a horse uh, I'm not too interested in. Um, but tell us kind of why you are.
2: Well, I'm not that interested, but he he, he uh, won a thirty-two thousand dollar claimer, finished second in another one. This is a twenty thousand, so you know he has ran pretty good uh, this year. But if we're tr- looking to trim a little bit, you know, I don't know that he can win this. Mm-hmm. Race.
1: So I should have said at the start, what we're going to do on this show, we're going to talk through all the races. I'm writing down, hey, here's who we really like. Here's our bubble horses. And then when we're done handicapping all the four races, we'll go back and construct a, a, a ticket, uh, a pick four tickets. So uh, this part of the show, hey, we're writing down horses. We're brainstorming. And, and what we've done this in the past, if you haven't joined us uh, for some of the past shows we've done uh, what we like to do is get together, brainstorm, go through all four, write down who we like, and then we'll go back and formulate the ticket. So right. that's what we're doing here. Um, so I've got the five, seven wrote down and the two, four kind of as bubble horses. Any other horse you'd like to add in that bubble uh, uh, type of category?
2: No, I believe you, I, I believe we got got what we need there. So we got okay. five, seven, one, two, five, seven are our top choices, right? Yep. Okay.
1: And two, four, kind of the bubble. Hey, here's horses we might use if we go deep. Let's see how the sequence shakes out. Sound yeah.
2: good? And again, folks, uh, Aaron and I have been to the track a million times and that's exactly what, what we do. We do this Yeah. and, uh, I'm cheap. Aaron's not <laughs> so getting big arguments on how many horses to put in there. Yeah. I usually, uh, end up winning and then we end up losing. So <laughs> I, I need to learn my lesson a little bit, but uh, that's exactly what we do. Yeah. And uh, if you want to have a lot of fun, you can go to the track. Um, as long as you're with somebody you get along with and everything. Can't imagine why you'd go to the track, somebody you don't get along with.
0: Right.
2: If you want to pool your money together and bet together, I think that's a fun thing to do. I really do. And then you split the winnings and uh, or the losings, but yeah, It's fun if you got a really good buddy and you guys kind of are on the same card. You know, maybe he likes to bet a long shot and you're more of a chalk guy. Then you can throw the chalk in. He can throw the long shot in. You'll be surprised how many of them you can hit doing that. Yeah,
1: so the two great things to do is what we're doing here, for sure, uh, pooling in to make a play a pick four or a pick five or even a pick six. Uh, and the other thing is a show parlay that you yeah. could do for the purposes of this show, a show parlay. We can't really do that. Kind uh, right. of that's see to your pants. What are the odds? Why are we betting, uh, you know, type of thing for each race, but this you could do. So that's, I, I totally agree. And Greg says, that's what, uh, that, this is how my friend uh, Rose and I do it. Right. And it is fun. And, and I like doing it this way, not that in the magic microwave is fine. Like each have a ticket and they go through it, but this, you kind of get kind of the, analyzing how how both people are trying to analyze a race so i think it, it kind of it helps from that perspective and,
2: and on your point of the show parlay i'll never forget and i'm sure you don't either the the time there was about eight of us i think uh-huh. at arkansas derby day yep we all chipped in 10 bucks yep. ten that's all we chipped in and we all we just kept hitting it over and over and over again and i think we bought all of us won eighty bucks
1: That's i think now it was a, it was it was like 180 bucks yeah, we yeah. had a bunch by the end of that thing it was, yeah, it we was approaching a thousand i think by the time it was over
2: exactly now you got to keep hitting them yeah i remember we missed like the oh i think it was like the fourth race and yeah. we started again yeah. And we hit every single one of them, and and then we got to the very last race, and we had a little bit of change left over. Remember, we put that on the winner in the last yep. whatever the change was left, and we put that on the winner of the neck of the last race of the season at at yep. in those days, and we hit that one too. And I walked away from there, and I thought to myself, "That's the most fun I think I've ever had at a track." Because a lot of people do the show parlay, where let's say you got eight of a minute, okay, when it's your turn. Like you got third race, you got the, four, the next person. Right. got. We didn't do that. Remember, no. we had a consensus. We all decided, and whichever horse got the most votes is the one we put the money on. Yep,
1: yeah, and it, it was fun.
2: It was really fun, and, you know, we had a bunch of guys. Some of them weren't as serious as we were, if I remember right,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: but it was a lot of fun. It's hard. You know, you'd think you could get that third place horse, but it's hard. I mean, it's hard. It's it really is hard to keep that show parlay going.
1: It is. It's definitely hard, and you you want to you want to try to get a, a price. Not yep. I mean, it, with a show parlay, it doesn't have to be a big price, but you don't want two twenty payouts. So, yeah, it, it it definitely is a lot of fun. That was a good day. For sure.
2: You got to get it right, or you blow the whole thing. So correct, but it's it's fun.
1: Um, Paul. Uh, Paul, e seven 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 says Rudy wants a quick win, and then hopes someone will claim him. Talking about uh, the uh, three horse there, rejected again. So, yeah, we'll see what yeah. happens there. Yeah. Carlsby thinks it looks like a little bit of a spread race. Uh, we'll see. We Maybe we spread it. Maybe we don't. Um, we'll kind of see how that goes. And Polly says he's going three, four, five, seven. He also says two, four, five, seven sounds pretty good as well. So, all right, let's move on though. We can't talk about the six all day. We're going to go on now to the seventh race uh on the card we're still on the dirt here an allowance race going seven furlongs this time around uh ninety four thousand dollar purse so what a purse here at sarah jeez i'm ready for saratoga I'm about called <laughs> saratoga, belmont twice but uh field of six coming into this one and boy if you play the naira circuit you know many 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 of these horses all right papa dude where are we heading in the seventh
2: well we don't have any odds but a website we use uh what, how's it pronounced? Ekman Edge,
1: yeah, they have a, a guess of the morning line exactly,
2: and they've got an estimated early morning line, uh, on these races. That's all they have up right now. Mm-hmm. And I used, to, I, I kind of had to have something because I don't play New York like you guys do, so I had to cheat a little bit. And they've got the um six horse mm-hmm. opening at one to two
0: mm-hmm.
2: now. When I go back and look, I like a couple of other horses in here as well.
0: Okay.
2: Now, uh, when I when I saw that one to two, I thought, oh, oh, there's the one that we can single, and maybe maybe you can talk me into this. Uh, the only thing about the six and run this year mm-hmm. does that bother you at all?
1: Yeah, in, in some cases, yes. In this case, no, uh, because it's Chad Brown, and, and almost Chad Brown off a layoff is almost a positive. Uh, he, he let's let's just say let's just throw out this stat I as I have it right in front of me as time form has it listed horses coming off 160 to 268 day layoffs he's had mm-hmm. 77 in the last year 30 percent of those horses have won 64 percent of those horses have hit the board wow so I I don't that doesn't consider does- it a negative when it's Chad Brown
2: okay. The fact that he's two, he was two for three mm-hmm. in twenty twenty one. He hasn't run at all. That doesn't bother you,
0: mm-hmm.
2: doesn't? Not,
1: not when it's Chad Brown, no. Okay,
2: all right. Uh, well, obviously, I like him because it's yeah. Chad Brown. I mean, you have to look at that. Yeah. You have to. I like the one also. Mm-hmm. Do you?
1: Yeah, the one would be my second horse uh, on the ticket if we go that route. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Why do you like the one?
2: Well, I just like I like his past performances. I think he's been running at a high level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you know I think the odds will be decent on him, and uh, I I think that's a good horse. I guess it's a her.
0: Yeah.
2: I guess I guess I mean I just think she'll she'll run well. So I, I to me if we're going to go two, that would be my second horse.
1: Yeah, I, I, this is a very consistent runner, especially on the Naira circuit. And that's kind of why I made the comment of, hey, if you play Naira, you've seen these horses a lot. Uh, I remember I was at the track at Saratoga on July 31st when this horse won by two links at five to two. And, and I was excited. Uh, hit the board a couple of times later or, or a couple other races there at Saratoga. You know, an aqueduct. hit was able to hit the board about four four or five straight races. Got to Belmont last time out at a mile and was a winner by three links. I think this horse makes a ton of sense in the second yep. spot. Um, you know, with the six horse, good night, Olive, it's, it's trouble because great numbers off the layoff. Chad Brown, I, I read Ortiz, obviously good numbers there. Horse has more speed than everybody else in the race. I think as well. Uh, I, I think the horse has really caught a paceless race drawn all the way to the outside. I think that's good for the horse too. If anybody kind of goes crazy, the horse has shown that she can sit off the pace if need be. There's a lot of factors that are going to make the six tough. I like the one's consistency though. And I think that's one that I'll at least put in the, in the strong category. Anybody else uh, you like in this?
2: One is the two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I really feel like we need to go one or two in this race. Mm-hmm. I'd love to single this race, but I'm not sure honey money's going to let us. That's, you know, we'll see where, how, where we're at, yeah. at the end of this, but uh, I, are you feeling that we need to probably go two at the most in this race? Or you think we can go three?
1: I don't think there's any way you can go three. I'm thinking one, uh, probably. Uh, it just depends on how, how we line up in these other secret, sequ- these other races. Uh, the problem with singling the six, everybody's going to single. So if you can beat the six that's right. with a horse like the one, it's going to be a pretty nice payout. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. I, I'll put the two in the kind of the other category. Who knows? Maybe the eighth race <laughs> will come up with something and, and we'll kind of get a little different on this. But I'll go six, one, two for now until we, we, we come back around and put the ticket together.
0: Right. Um.
1: Nick film says, typically, Chad is always pointing his horses to something. What do you think the plan is for Goodnight Olive? This feels like a prep. I totally agree. Yeah. So, Goodnight Olive won a maiden by eight and a half and then won an allowance by nine. Uh, and now, off 214 days, going to be back Thursday. Uh, gosh, this horse certainly looks like she's the goods. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably a prep for something at Saratoga, I, it would be my guess. Um, there's also a race coming up at Belmont called, I believe it's the victory ride is the, the race for the older Phillies. That could be something. I think that's three, four, four weeks away, the victory ride. Um, that could be something she points at. I, I, I definitely think I agree with Nick. It just kind of feels like this is a nice little prep to get this horse into a stakes race next. And like he said, he feels like she can still win this at about 80%. right yeah, and then Mark says, in a six-horse field with a strong odd favorite, it's really hard to spread. So basically, he and I agree, you're either going to go with the six, or you're going to completely not use the six and take a shot. Yeah, and I think that's where we're going to have to be, one way or the other.
2: Yeah, and and the thing is also, Mark, if you've looked at the ninth race, you know we're going to have to go. <laughs> we're going to have to go pretty slim in one of
1: these <laughs> races. <laughs> well, maybe I can narrow down. I mean, you're you're really worried about this ninth race, so.
2: I don't have a damn thing in it, so don't even ask me.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, everybody seems to kind of be on. Uh, good night, Olive. Uh, fits and conditions. Key the horse and key a few exactas and tries. So yeah, it, you know this horse is not flight line. I'm not saying that, but it kind of feels like she's a standout in that kind of situation. And yeah, in in that kind of thing, you either play. I mean, you got to play a hard, straight like straight exacta and try to get a horse like the two who i think is probably going to be like it's hard to guess but probably like i don't know honey Money, honey money and betsy blue they'll probably be like three to five to one in that range but you're just going to try to get a little bit of a price in there with Goodnight olive yeah uh, if you're playing exactas or tries
2: yeah the website i was using um had betsy blue maybe seven to two and honey money five to one
1: yeah they thought you know. the so. If Honey Money, in reality, if that horse is is five to one, I think a six one exacta, yeah, would be a would be fine. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah I just, yeah, you know, I just don't. I'm not comfortable playing like the one and not playing the six in the pick four. I'm not comfortable with that at all. No. All right, you got to get it right. You can't get too cute and miss it. You know what I mean?
1: Well. Uh, yeah, we're just going to have to – it's just – what I always tell people, all these things are created differently. And so okay. we have to go through all of them and see who we like and see how it matches up, But then we could make kind of our decision on what to do. So, okay,
2: that's that's right.
1: All right, let's go on to race number eight. This is not an easy one uh, for oh. sure. It's going to be a uh, – well, excuse me, we're on the turf. I should say that first. It's an allowance going six furlongs. On the turf here, $96,000 purse, so another really good purse here uh, for these horses at Belmont. Field of 10, we do have a a coupled entry, though, so it'll be nine horses, but one of the coupled entries is Cost Basis. That horse is an MTO, so he will not run if it stays on the turf. Uh, The other coupled entry is Principal Stand, who will be the number one horse. So uh, if you're looking at the screen here, one through six, those numbers are correct. And then yes and yes will be the 7, pulsate will be the 8, and Mr. Hustle will be the 9. It's kind of confusing when the official numbers aren't out yet, but uh, Mm -hmm. that's how it'll be. So once again, 1 through 6 that you're seeing are correct. Then yes and yes will be 7, pulsate 8, Mr. Hustle 9. So, all right, that being said, who do we like in this one?
2: Got to go with Chad Brown again with number 1 would be my top choice. Uh, 3 for 4. Looks the best to me out of the bunch.
1: I'm with you again. I believe Chad Brown's got this horse ready to go. By the way, this horse was coming off a 252 day layoff last time out and won and won pretty well, won by a nose, but set the pace and was able to hold on. uh Listen, the cutback in distance is a question mark for sure because this is the shortest the horse has ever run. Uh, he's been at a mile or a mile and 16th in all four of his starts. Now, he has early speed. That's the good news. He should, you know, be like maybe third or fourth. I'm not sure if he'll be on the lead. That's the big question mark. Did that? Did the distance worry you?
2: No. 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 Not not when you're dealing with Chad Brown. Yeah. If it was some flunky, but I don't see how you can question what Brown does. There's a reason why. He does what he does. I mean, he's proven himself too much to me to be worried about that. Why would he do that if he didn't think he could win?
1: Yeah, Nick Philman makes the case uh, also. It's it's kind of maybe this is a time to take a shot because the horse won an allowance and he's not going into a stakes race. And that's interesting. Uh, definitely is interesting uh, kind of an angle maybe to play here. The horse kind of seems like he is ready for a stakes. Maybe they wanted one more race to see how he did. Or maybe they're saying, listen, I don't. Think he's good enough to compete in the New York stakes races going a mile maybe you can find another gear with yep. him if we cut it cutting back to six furlongs. so it could be a few different things um, I don't think we're singling this horse that's for sure so let's no. talk about a few of the other ones here uh, okay who else do you like
2: uh, I like the eight do you like the eight at all
1: so is the eight meaning the seven yes and yes
2: oh no 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 I'm sorry the, the nine which would be Pulsate.
1: Okay, so the eight is actually uh, Pulsate. Yes. You do like Pulsate here?
2: And I will like uh, Yes and Yes also. Okay. Those those will be my two and three.
1: Yes and Yes has wins at the distance, has a lot of experience, has two wins in a row. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I could definitely see it. Uh, Yeah, I could see see it. I, I, I think the horse... I think the horse has more early speed than the one. So I think that's kind of interesting uh, as well. Maybe the horse gets a little bit better position uh, than the one horse. Uh, And then Paul State, yeah, coming off a layoff. I -hmm. don't really love this trainer. That's my problem with Paul State. What what did you think about? I mean, he doesn't have a ton of success at Belmont.
2: Right. And I've never heard of him. So that's right.
1: It's never a good sign.
2: That's a very bad sign. So, uh, but the horse's uh, track record is not bad. You know, the horse has done some stuff. So uh, he's got a shot. The only other one I've looked at was the three, not the three, the two, the two just a little bit. Big so package. Yeah. But again, that would just be a throw in. And I don't know that we need to do that in this race.
0: Big
1: package second off of a layoff dropped down a class hundred thousand dollar stakes last time um you know has won big races in the past was the saratoga allowance winner on august 28th uh, belmont allowance winner on november 7th um yeah i mean i could see it the horse usually wins at pretty decent prices yeah Interesting, interesting horse there. What about the four? What makes Sammy run? This horse is coming out of a grade one race just 12 days ago on Belmont Day. The Jiper got fifth, only beaten three links, got beat by some heavy hitters. Uh, Cassecrete, recipe Red, True Valor. I like this horse. What about you?
2: The short turnaround doesn't bother you?
1: I mean, it's, it definitely is something that's a factor. Uh, I liked that Flavian Pratt rode the horse that day, and I, I kind of scratched my head, like, why did he get on this horse? And now he's back here. Uh, Could be. I, I think the key to the four, what kind of pace are we going to have in this race? That's, that's the key. With Shecky Shabazz in the race, usually he's going up there pretty fast. I think Mata, the five horse, uh, another one I kind of like second off a layoff. He should be kind of forwardly placed. Surely Chad Brown from the rail will be forwardly placed. So
2: did you like 10 at all or it'll actually be the
1: nine? It It'll be the nine. Yeah. With the coupled entry there, Mr. Hustle. Yeah. That's a horse I looked at. Uh, a horse got beat by Caratori and Smoke and Jay last time out. Two horses that are pretty decent. Pretty so, good. Yeah. Smoke and Jay had a troubled trip in the Jiper. Uh but, you know, it's probably going to bounce back and run well. Karatari, uh, just a really consistent horse. It, it's definitely a class drop for him. Um, I don't he, love the post.
2: Okay. He's running b- at big tracks, you know, and, and all the races have been good, solid races. You know, they haven't been any rinky-dink races. So, you know, Maker has run this horse in some pretty good races along the way. But again he hasn't won. So I don't know. It, it, you're right. He is way outside.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I am. I'm okay. on the fence with him. So okay. I'm going to write down.
2: We like the uh, one. Okay. And then are you going to put the numbers that are up there right now? Or are we going to do the real numbers?
1: I'll do one, seven, eight, and then I'm going to put two, four, and nine as kind of alternate slash second round. Got it. Okay. So we – all right. So now we'll go to the ninth. I I, I was about to ready to start putting ticket ticket together, so now let's go to the ninth. All right. (laughs) Ninth race. This is the one he's scared of, folks. It's a good old maiden claimer $25,000 New York bred on the dirt, going six per long race, three-year-olds and upward here. Like I mentioned, New York breds. It's a field of 12. Okay. So this one is going to be wild and wacky. Uh, well, who do you like here?
2: Oh, I hate these races. This is like a $25,000 Arkansas maiden claimer Yeah. with 12 horses in it. And you know what I always say? Any of them can win. Unfortunately, any of them can lose. Yes. And you can say that about any race, but you sure as hell can say about this one. And when you look at the past history, we're all alike. <laughs> Every single, well, you got some first-time starters in there, and that may be the way to go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, because the rest of these haven't done much. I think there was one on there. I think it was maybe number eight. It was either eight or – I think it was eight. Is over for 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can't do the nine martini margarita. Don't know what he is, so uh, you know can't can't bet that stupid thing. He's got the dumb name. He doesn't know it's a martini or a margarita. <laughs> um, I wrote down seven of them, but I don't. I can't really distinguish any of them. Okay, I never heard of the trainer on number six.
1: Yeah, Kahlo Claris, he's not too bad at uh, at other tracks. Belmont, he struggles with a little bit. Uh, what do you what do you like the six? Is I that
2: like, you like? I don't like the six. Uh he finished second in these last two races, but sometimes that's a bad sign too. You know, I gotta admit, I didn't go back and watch any video of this race. I'm not that big a geek. So uh, he has finished second. I kind of like the seven a little bit, but not enough for me to write anything down about him, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, throw out yours, and I'll tell you if I wrote it down.
1: Well, I did not have the six or seven on mine, so. That's fine. <laughs> that's, fine. that's a good start. I have the two you wrote down first. Uh, One. The two. Okay. First-time starter by Lauban, not a not a bad uh, sire in New York. The horse has two uh, bullet workouts coming into this. I don't like that they're starting that, the horse out of the $25,000 maiden claimer. That's a definitely a sign that they don't like the horse. Exactly. But Trevor McCarthy jumps aboard. I think that's a good sign. Uh, and Maury is not awful. He's actually, in the last year, he's hitting at 50%. At Belmont, only eight starters, but uh yes. you know mccarthy's okay. riding pretty well i i do like the two quite a bit here
2: you could talk me into a first-time starter in this race but i'm like you it's usually a bad sign when they start him out at twenty-five thousand dollars maiden mm-hmm. so they aren't high on it
1: i i think they they might just be hey we got a new york bed we're going to bring him up here and give him a shot they only paid fifty-five thousand dollars for the horse so you know, I don't think they're real worried about it. Just a no. three-year-old. Again, that's another thing. It's like, gosh, a three-year-old, and we're starting him out of the claimer. But I think if he's got any kind of run, I mean, obviously he can win this race. So I, I like this two horse.
2: Okay, you like second.
1: Oh, then it gets interesting. Um, <laughs> I, I think the four. It just kind of feels like this is a horse that second time in a row going, uh, you know, going on the dirt, cutting back to six furlongs. I think the horse is going to be forwardly placed, uh, drawn inside of all the other speed. Maybe Aunt Manny Franco gets the source to the rail, gets the source out to the lead, and they just can't catch him. I, I wrote down the four.
2: I've got him as one of my seven, got him placed probably third, but uh, love the name. That's a great name,
0: yeah.
2: For all you name betters, that's a good one.
0: So,
2: yeah, I like that four also. Uh,
1: yeah, he's got a short fuse, is the name. Yeah, um, I like that. The twelve horse is interesting to me. Yep. Um, me okay. I, this one, I, I, I may actually end up putting this horse on top. Um, gets a big time rider upgrade to Jose Ortiz. Gets to the dirt and drops down in class. This horse was five to one on November nineteenth of last year to win a maiden special uh, for New York Breads at Aqueduct. Did very little running. Did not run well. Came back uh, in a turf maiden just uh, last month in, in on May twenty-first. Did no running again. Second up the layoff. Ortiz jumps aboard. I thought that one was interesting. What did you think of the
2: twelve? Exactly. Why would he be riding? Of course. Then you look at the other Ortiz on the eleven,
1: and the eleven is another one that I have on the on the. Uh, well, I wrote it down. I don't know if it'll make the ticket or not. The problem with the eleven, it's it, it hasn't shown hardly anything. Like he right. has not ran well. The good thing about the eleven, Orlando Noda now has the has the, the horse, yeah. that's that's good. This horse was three to five last time out. And lost by 15 and a quarter at three to five. Hmm. So can he bounce back?
2: We'll he does see. have a second somewhere. I wrote down somewhere. Yeah, his,
1: his, his race two back was a second. Yeah. And that was the, the, so both of the last two races have been at this level. Right. And two back. He was second. And then he, he was still beating nine links. And then last time out was fifth beating 15 and yeah. a quarter at Three
2: to five. Tough, tough to bet a horse that got beat that bad, you know.
1: Yes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, another horse I did write down. The other first time starter, the three uh, for Chris Engelhart. God, the problem with the three. These workouts. I mean, I'm not a huge workout guy. They're not great, but it is a twenty five thousand dollars maiden claimer. Right. What? Who else? Who else did you write down?
2: Let's see. That's it, because I had the 6 and the 7. Then I had the 2, the 4, 11, and 12. Yeah. Or then the 5. But I don't say that I like
1: him. We haven't talked about the 5. Let's talk about the 5 here, Raw Courage. Uh, The horse drops down to this level for the first time, but obviously needs to drop down to this level. (laughs) I mean... Uh, let's let, let's just go through the last four let, you know okay here's the good news on january 9th which was five races ago he was in a maiden special weight for New york breads at aqueduct going seven for a long time. he was third beating a neck now, that's good
0: yeah that but... race
1: will win today Yes. so here's here's the problem the next race same conditions he was beating 20 lengths right. So they they drop down the next time to the 40K level. He's beaten 10 links. Then they tried turf the last two times, and he was beaten five and then 18 and three quarters. It's a drop. You get Dylan Davis. I mean, maybe, right?
2: Well, yeah, we got to eliminate some of them. So has he done enough? I don't think so.
1: It doesn't really seem like it. I don't
2: see it, no. No. Now, Dennis is talking about the eight, so go through Perfect uh, Banker. Is he the 0 for 13?
1: Perfect Banker, okay. So here's my – there's going to be the problem. He's over 13, and not only is he over for 13, if you were betting a show parlay the day he ran on any of the 13 races, he would have busted it because he has not even hit the board. Now, this will be his second race at the level. And his race last time out was his best finish. He was fourth, beaten eight and a quarter at this level. So second time on the dirt, second time at the level. He might kind of be forwardly placed as in maybe he's fourth or fifth. I, I, there's worse, I guess, right?
2: <laughs> he ain't going to be on my ticket. I'll put it that way. I ain't putting an 0 for 13 on the ticket. Yeah. I can't do it. Can you?
1: no i can't i can't so okay people are talking about the tin and here's why people are talking about the tin uh let's see what by cerno let's say okay this horse we have no idea just how awful he might be he has (laughs) just one start so i think what people gravitate to naturally in these races are well he's only been horrible once instead of multiple times (laughs) So a lot of people.
2: He was really horrible, wasn't he?
1: He was bad. So a lot of people, like said, uh, there was a, Polly says one, two, ten try. Um, okay, here's the deal. He was fifty to one last time out. So nobody thought he was any good, obviously. But he was in a much tougher race—a New York bred, maiden special weight, going six furlongs on the turf. He was fifty to one, and he ran like a fifty to one to sh- uh, fifty to one shot should. Got beat twenty four legs. Finished tenth. We're on the tur. We're on the dirt. Excuse me. We are dropping way down. Maybe he improves. He's going to have to prove a hell of a lot. That's the thing. He's
2: not going to win. I can't. I just everything I go by. I can't justify putting him to win when he was 50 to one, he lost by 24 links. He's not. Okay. If he wins fine, I'll eat my words, but I'm not going to be pissed off if that horse beats me. he That's one of those things where if he wins, I'm not going to be mad because I wouldn't have picked him in a million years.
1: He certainly, you almost have to view him as a first time starter.
2: Yeah, he didn't run the first time. That's for sure.
1: Because as I as we're talking, I'm I'm watching this race back.
2: Yeah, well, he was a first time walker, right? He
1: really didn't do anything. This could have just served as a workout. Like he he really didn't do anything the whole race. If you like him, he's kind of a first time starter. That's how I would I would kind of describe him.
2: He's a first time starter with a horrible race.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it just it's not good. Not good whatsoever um we keep talking about these horses round and around now rudy might give the nine some motivation uh rudy rodriguez luis saez so that's a connection i talked about in the sixth the horse ran at this level on debut did nothing got beat 16 links they did geld him they moved him up in class from that but they also moved him to the turf he was beaten 30 and a half he's He's a lot. He, then he was a vet scratch on May twenty second. He's a lot like the ten. <laughs> this is almost like his first start in a lot of ways, even though it's his third. Right? I mean, you're just like, well, a lot of changes. The I would say.
2: I think he's worse than the ten.
1: He seems it. I mean, he does. It, it, it's not like any of them can win this race, you know. So it's not like he's he's impossible. But
2: any any combination you guys want to play. We can't argue it. Yeah. That's the way I feel about this race. I mean,
1: the problem is like with Rudy. Okay. It's a Rudy Rodriguez first timer on on January 29th and a $25,000 maiden claimer at Aqueduct. mm -hmm. And the horse was 16 to one, which kind of tells you they didn't, nobody thought much of this horse on debut. So,
2: no. So you got to eliminate somebody, you know? It's an
1: all time bad group. It really
2: is. It, it's one of the worst. I, it reminded me of Prairie Meadows. Yeah, yeah like uh, or or no, Will Rogers, a ten horse field at Will Rogers. Yeah. you know, seventy five hundred dollar maiden. I mean, it was. It's when you start looking for something good, there isn't anything. That's, so Nick makes- that's why your number two might be the one. You know. <laughs>
1: Honestly, I I think you have to play both the first-time starters. Uh, Nick uh, makes a point here. He says he always feels like if Bond has a horse he thinks can win, he calls Saez, and Saez is on the nine, who also looks like (laughs) he has no chance, so I don't like the 10. (laughs) Kind of. I mean, Polly says maybe Harky gallops that horse in the morning, and that's very possible he could. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah. (sighs) I'd say Louis riding the nine is a favorite as a favor to rudy to be honest i think he said okay it's the last race of the day i'll get on this donkey and riding
1: i like the nine better than the 10 for that reason
2: (sighs) i don't like them either one so
1: this is going to be a wild race
2: you don't like them either you don't like the nine or ten
1: no, I don't. I don't okay. uh the one horse. Let's talk about since we've talked about them all. We're gonna talk about the one and then we're gonna formulate this ticket because I can't <laughs> talk about hey, this
2: About the one is I can't pronounce his name.
1: I can't pronounce it's Elvin I Tricorto. Okay, this
2: this is another Rudy horse.
1: So this is a Rudy horse with Joel Rosario aboard. Mm-hmm. Um jumps on for uh Cardenas, who I do not like so. Big time jockey upgrade <laughs> hasn't been close at this level in the last two races. Um,
2: he does have a—he has hit the board, hasn't he?
1: He's hit the board. Oh, hit the board three times. Uh, wow. Only once recently.
2: Okay. In this field, he has a shot, probably.
1: Um. Yeah.
2: I said in this field.
1: In this field, it's possible. Yeah.
2: We're talking about a field. You probably could go out in a field and get a horse out of a field somewhere that have a shot in this race.
1: I would think so. <laughs> uh, I think Dennis said if, if I was born in New York, uh, I would have a chance to beat these horses. Oh, is
2: that <laughs> <in>? Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. And Polly says uh, this pick four could be tough, cheap claimer to start and finish. Yes. I definitely no agree. Kidding. That's why I kind of liked it. I think it's going to pay, even if the seven wins. I still think we could get some prices home. Well,
2: the difference uh, between the sixth race and the ninth race, there's two. One, there's only seven horses in the sixth race, mm-hmm. and some of them have got some pretty good figures. In the twelfth, or in the ninth race, there are twelve with zero to go on. So,
1: oh, I I think there's. As far as the caliber of horse, there is a huge difference yes. between the sixth and the ninth. No doubt. Yeah. All right. That being said, let's round it back here. Let's go back uh, to the sixth race. We're going to formulate the ticket now. I wrote a bunch of horses down in the ninth, so we're going to have to trim that. Um. Yes. Okay. The sixth race, I had the 5-7 wrote down as yes. the top ones, and then the 2-4 as kind of your bubble horses.
2: Well, now wait. Um, you don't have three on there, Aaron.
1: Did I write that? Yeah, I'm sorry. I wrote down two, three, not two, four. I'm sorry. Two, okay. three, I, two
2: three. I thought the four was the one that you had the wrong one there.
1: Yeah, right. I did. I did. So five, seven, and then two, three are the bubbles. Yeah. Okay. Um,
2: You like three. Yeah. I okay. We got to throw him in there.
1: I think three, five, seven. And if you want to play the two, I'd be okay with it.
2: Let's start in, which is three in this one.
1: So three, five, seven to start it.
2: Yeah. We can okay. all go back and add one.
1: Okay. And then the seventh race is obviously with Goodnight Olive. Uh-huh. I think this horse is a clear single.
2: Oh, so if you're um, singling, or I hard. think
1: it's a single. Yeah.
2: The one. Okay.
1: So you don't, but, but you I like the one. So
2: well, let's see what we end up with here. Okay. All Does right. I agree with you? Uh, it she looks like a single, but let's see what else we got.
1: Okay, so this is probably the key. The eighth race, we've yeah. got six horses wrote down. We've got one seven eight as kind of our top tier. Two four nine is kind of the second tier. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously we're go- we're going to go deep in the ninth. It's just it's going to be a matter of how deep we want to go here. Um,
2: well, if we go three in the six. And one in the seventh. Mm-hmm. Okay, we could go four in this one. That would be twelve, right?
1: hmm You could you could go four in here and maybe six in the last, and you have a thirty-six dollar ticket if you single.
2: If you single
1: like seven, or excuse me, the six in the seventh be,
2: you know, or the other route would be three in the sixth, two in the seventh, three in the eighth, mm-hmm. fifteen, and then six would be. Nine would so to be forty-five dollar ticket if we did that. I think we've got to single the seven. Seventh race. Yep.
1: Yeah, we're gonna go with the six and the seventh as a single. We almost have to. We have to. We have to. Yeah. It, the, the, the sequence really dictates what you could do in the situation. Um because I with, with these eighth and ninth races, you you almost have to have a single.
2: I summer. think I think yeah. you do. And if Prince was known, and and we're doing this right now, I think really, if you and I were at the track, honestly, we probably would skip this pick four.
1: Oh, I don't think so.
2: Oh, you think you would do it?
1: A hundred percent, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I totally disagree. I think this is a good sequence.
2: Well, you do. Okay. Well, yeah. you did it much more than I did. There he is, guys, Mr. Bunny Bags.
1: Yeah. Um
2: <laughs> so, all right so let's get to the eighth all right we got to have one there's that's a no-brainer correct
1: yeah one has to be on the ticket yeah. okay
2: all right then to me it's kind of a crapshoot after that mm-hmm. wouldn't you agree
1: i think the four has to be on based on how he ran in a grade one race last time out okay lady and proud of board i know it's a quick turnaround but no i think or what makes sammy run has to be on the
2: ticket i do to. Okay. I think we both like the seven. Yes and yes.
1: Um yeah. So the seven, yes and yes. Yeah, I I think winner of three in a row. I think the seven has to be on. Yeah.
2: Okay. So then it comes down to I think we're gonna go four, aren't we? We probably Yeah, I
1: say we go four. Yeah.
2: All right, it comes down to the eight. Uh pulse eight. Uh then we have big picture, the two.
1: Big package, yeah. Big
2: package, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Hustle.
1: Yeah, I think one of one of the three you need to be on. Uh, big package, second off the layoff, Pulsate. Eight. Pulsate eight coming back off of a layoff, um, but has finished second in some stakes races. Belmont I- Sprint, three backs, second, only beaten a length by Arrest Me Red. Pretty nice horse. I like him. He's probably the best horse. If he's ready to run, let's play the eight.
2: He might be a price too.
1: Yeah. Let's play the eight. I all think right. that's a good play. Uh, Dennis makes a point. If a recipe red was in the race, what would his odds be? That's why I would go to the eight. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think we're in agreeance. Okay. Man. Um, all right. Yeah. So one, four, seven, eight in that leg. We'll go to the ninth. And like I said, let me, let me do this real quick here. Three and four. We got $12 um six, actually. so we can play either five horses or six horses in the ninth
2: all right so what we have 12 times six is 72 dollars so 50 cent pick for yeah. 36 bucks mm-hmm. it's not that high a ticket nope and i think we got to play six
1: okay so we'll go with six uh six horses we'll see if we have the number six on the ticket six horses here yeah um
2: you like the two, so we got to go with him. Shadowbox. Yes. We both like the four. He's got a short fuse, right?
1: Yep. I think you got to have it the four on the ticket, yeah. Okay.
2: After that, it's a crapshoot. And I, I think you really like the 12. Devil or Angel?
1: Yes. I don't – well – now let's be clear. I don't really like any of these.
2: No, <laughs> but, but you you talked him you talked him up a little
1: bit.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: You're trying um, trying to get him to run.
1: Right. <laughs> and a lot of these need a pep talk.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> giving a horse a pep talk. Come on.
1: I I think two, three, four, eleven, twelve need okay. to be on it.
2: Okay. Then you come up with the next two, and you can throw any of them in there. You like the uh, first time starter uh, number three?
0: Yeah,
1: so I've got I've got two, three, four, eleven, twelve. So we okay. just need one more.
2: Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> oh, I I kind of like the one. Uh, I'm looking through here. Okay, the one and the five. You didn't like the six. You didn't like the seven.
1: So you I, liked the six.
2: I had him simply because he had finished second at this level uh, in his last two races.
1: I like the six better than I like the seven. So one or six, that they're, those are candidates for sure.
2: Well, six, I mean, six at least showed some promise. You know, I mean, second is better than most of these have done. That doesn't mean he's ever gonna win. He's ever gonna win, but maybe we need to put one on there that has at least shown something.
1: So here's why I like the six. You're you're not wrong. That's true. All true. Oh, and never mind. Nick just said it, so I'll put his comment up right here. He's gonna get to the lead. At one point, two races back, he had a four-length lead. Now he faded and lost, obviously. But he did. He was in front. Last time out, he was in front. Again, faded, got smoked. Um, Has he found a race, like Nick says, where nobody can pass him? And Dennis has a good point. The six does act like he wants to win. Like he does get out there and act like he wants to run.
2: (laughs) He just can't sustain it.
1: Cannot sustain it, obviously.
2: (laughs) He has a stamina problem. I feel comfortable with putting him on there. Okay. I think you got to put somebody on there that has some history, positive history. He Mm -hmm. has finished second twice, and not very many of those can say that. Correct. Well, we got two on there to never run and they may be the best bets of the whole field
1: <laughs> correct.
2: All right, so we got two, three, four, six, eleven, twelve.
1: Correct. two, three, four, six, eleven, twelve. uh he needs four furlongs Greg he says, boy, you know Charlestown going four, four and a half, Greg horse would win. Maybe, maybe they'll put him in a special weight at Charlestown. Um, you're right though, and it, se- second by seven links means he was in a horrific race last time out. So bad that the winner was seven links clear of the second place horse, but he was still second. I mean, so take that winner out of the race,
2: Greg. We're not saying he's any good.
1: <laughs> no, uh, Greg's not. Me, no. <laughs>
2: oh goodness.
1: Yeah, let's claim him for twenty-five, and then win a thirty-thousand-dollar special yeah. win to Charlestown, going four and a half. Oh boy! I, yeah. Oh boy! All right. We want to
2: claim a dog horse. That's what we want.
1: <laughs> well, we if we, we we need to call up. Uh, well, I'm not going to say it. Uh, all right, let's 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 put this ticket up here. How about all right? All right, there we go. That's the Belmont late pick four ticket that we've come up with. Fifty cent ticket. I'll read it off here: three five seven with six with one four seven eight with 36 eleven twelve thirty six dollar ticket. Uh, there, so there it is. You feel good about it.
2: There'll be a stampede to the to the window to bet this one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, no, I think, uh, you know, the, the one thing about Belmont, we've seen some weird stuff on the turf uh, the last few days. Uh, the, the Three out of the four races are on the dirt, so that's good. And the turf race, I think we're going to end up on a few, well, maybe one or two prices. So yeah. I, think, I think this thing could pay even with uh, the single there of the six in the second leg. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, I wanted to mention one thing right here. Rodney Evans says, uh, Taba had a five furlong workout in 49 and six. Is that good? Not sure on on what's fast and what's not. It was the fastest work at the distance that day at Santa Anita. And I can't remember exactly, but there were a bunch of horses that worked that distance. I have talked to uh, a couple of people that saw the work live. They think Taba's doing really, really good. I'm not a workout guy. I couldn't tell you, but they think Taba's gearing up and doing pretty well. And like I said, it was the fastest work at the distance at all. That's factually that's all I can tell you.
2: Is Bobby B back yet? He's got another week, doesn't he?
1: Uh, I think he comes back first week, first week or second week in July. I think it's first
0: week in July.
1: Yeah. Um, On the news front, I heard Chad talk about Chad Brown is probably going to send Regal Glory to the four-star Dave to take on the boys. And his other colt mason is headed there as well. I'm excited for Regal in that race. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Regal glory, of course. Papa Dude, one of your favorites from Belmont Day. You bet. And what do you think about her taking on the boys at Saratoga in the four-star Dave?
2: That's kind of upping it, don't you think?
1: It's upping it, but she's...
2: upping it. She's good, though.
1: Probably look good enough, right, to do it. Yeah. And, you know... Uh, Phillies have won the four star Dave in the past, so yeah, yeah just keep a, keep an eye on that. Um, where, where will Taba land next? That's the million dollar question. Not sure. Not sure, Paulie. We'll see. Biggest thing about Taba is that he changed trainers to Sean McCarthy, who's getting all the all the Bafford horses that are actually winning. That's right. McCarthy's training the good ones. It
0: seems like so. Yeah.
1: Are there any two-year-olds we should be looking out for at Saratoga? Um, it's a little early for two-year-olds. We'll ask that question once kind of Saratoga gets going, then the list of two-year-olds get get going. Uh, there was a Todd Pletcher horse that won at Monmouth and uh, got a one-on-one buyer. The name has completely escaped me right now. Um, if anybody can remember that name, let me know. It was a Philly, looked very good on debut at Monmouth. I believe it was Friday, maybe Friday or Saturday that happens
0: so
1: we'll see that one next uh yes there you go money's gold for pletcher just broke the main with a 101 buyer that's right i knew it was money money something but i couldn't remember so we'll see what happens with Hirsch. So that's that's a very very high buyer um uh, for uh, a two-year-old so we'll see yeah how about the horse uh out of first dude also one for todd pletcher the buyer was like a 59 for that horse so <laughs> i'm not sure um, that one is quite as good as, as Muddy's Gold. Uh, yeah, Saratoga is always kind of where it starts with Maiden Special Weights, and you'll see some really, really good ones. Uh, for example, Rodney, horses that you may have heard of, uh, Echo Zulu was a horse that came out of Saratoga last year, uh, looked really, really good. Jack Christopher was a horse that came out of Saratoga. So well, Saratoga and Del Mar Maiden Special Weights are where the two-year-olds really start to emerge. So We're about two, well, excuse me, three, three and a half weeks from Saratoga. So um, one other thing we want to talk about, the Ohio Derby was drawn today, and it drew a field of eight. There's some good ones in here, right? Ethereal Road is there. White Abario is there. Tawny Port Classic Causeway. Not too bad of a field at first first look, is it, Papa Dude?
2: Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I like White Abario, don't you? I really like that horse in that race. Ethereal Road uh was gonna run into Belmont had a little foot problem if I remember right. Wasn't that what it was? Hopefully he's healed up. He'll be a factor. Yeah, this is a good there's Tawny Port. Uh, I think these horses are placed where they need to be. I think that's a good move.
1: I think it's a very good running of the race for sure. Um, yeah, you know, I, uh, and Nick says it doesn't seem like White barrio should roll. Probably. I mean, he's facing, he's faced and beat better horses down in Florida than you see here. But I will say this, it's a bigger challenge than I thought it would be when they said he was pointing towards the race. Um, I thought it'd be pretty easy for White barrio It's still, I think he's better than these horses. But, you know, Tiny Port didn't run horrible in the Lexington. Classic Causeway, if, he can get an easy lead. He, maybe he can be kind of tough to pass here. I'm probably going to go wide a Barrio, but it's not a bad field.
2: No, I don't think you'll be seven to two when it's all over with.
1: No, if you can, if you can lock in seven to two, that'd be a pretty good uh, price for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um. All right. What else? Well, we got a big hockey game. Let's talk about yeah. sports real quick before we get out of here. Game three tonight. Uh, can Tampa do anything to kind of turn this thing around or is it over
2: anybody that watched Saturday night may have seen the best performance by a hockey team in the history of the Stanley cup playoffs. Mm -hmm. I've never seen anybody as dominant as Colorado was against a really good hockey team. Mm -hmm. I mean, they just beat the snot out of them and there wasn't anything Tampa could do. And, uh, but, Here's the thing. It only counts as one win. It doesn't count as three. It only counts as one. And, and you know, professional athletes, they have a very short memory. And I guarantee you by the time Tampa got on the plane, they had for home, they were already forgetting about it. They're professionals. They they handle this. So I, I would love to have the guts to pick them tonight. I didn't. I picked Colorado because I saw the game Saturday night. And, and, you know, you can't go against what you see. And Tampa had a golden opportunity to steal game one and almost got it done. They almost, they caught Colorado after a long layoff. And uh, I don't, I just, I wouldn't bet much against Tampa because they are Tampa. And Colorado's damn hard to beat at home. and. I, I have to go with Colorado tonight, but I do think Tampa will give them a game. Do you?
1: I think they'll play better for sure. Um, I, I just think Colorado is just – they're just ass kickers. I mean, yeah. that's the only way you can describe them. Sweet Nashville, beat yeah. the Blues in six, should have been five. They absolutely dominated St. Louis.
2: Right, but when you say the Blues – the Blues played them better than anybody did.
1: I think the Blues were the second best team in the league and they ran into the Avalanche in the second round. It remind, This Avalanche team reminds me of the old Red Wings they, in like the mid to early 90s. They just, they just come at you. The, the problem, like the, the thing I, with the Blues series, is like we can't get any shots. We can't get any shots. Yeah. But it's not that Colorado's like this great defensive team. It's that they have the puck the whole game.
2: The whole game. And they are so fast. And they're just relentless. They just roll over line after line. You can't tell one from the other, other than McKinnon. Yes. And, I mean, the rest of them, look they're clones of each mm-hmm. other, and they're no, there's no weakness. The only weakness is the goaltending, and the goaltending doesn't have to do anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They simply don't have to do much.
1: Oh, and, honestly, the weak goaltending kept the Blues with a chance. F-
2: yes, F- they did.
1: Because that- the Blues were good enough to get a few shots. Yes. And he let in some bad goals. He
2: did he did? I just don't. I, I mean, we're talking about the two-time defending champions. They demolished them. Mm-hmm. This is a team that's seen everything. Tampa Bay. I I I really admire them for their guts. I don't think they're as good as they have been. I think they're kind of their their time is starting to run out. I think a little bit. Everybody said Vasilevsky was horrible in Game Two, and he wasn't great. But my God, breakaways, two on ones, three on twos—you know—he didn't—he didn't stop everything. I mean, it was—it was just a total domination. So I cannot pick against Colorado tonight, but I won't be surprised if Tampa ekes one out. I don't give them any chance to win the series, though. They all have to beat them four out of five. There's no way. Yeah. They can beat them four out of five.
1: Uh Sylvian points out Colorado seven and zero on the road. Yeah, this, this playoff season they beat the Blues at at St. Louis three times. Um, if they if they go nine and zero on the road, that means they go sixteen and two in the playoffs. Yeah,
2: they've lost two games.
1: It's incredible. I'm with you. It's like I feel like Tampa is going to fight back, but
2: well
0: uh,
1: I don't know.
2: You look at Tampa. um all through the playoffs, they have been able to slow teams down.
0: Yeah.
2: And they've not given up a lot of goals. And I'm telling you, that Toronto team they beat is pretty damn good. and They may have been the best team in the East.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And they just lost because they're Toronto. You know, Tampa probably didn't have any business beating them. Mm-hmm. They did. And And another thing that might be a little bit of a factor, Tampa could be a little bit worn down. Although they did sweep Florida, didn't they? So they have yeah. a, just a ton of games. But uh, I, I mean, Colorado just looks dominant. Just and we picked them before it ever started. Yeah, win it all because in the regular season they were just so good, you know. And uh, I really, the more I watch, I'm 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 proud of the Blues
0: mm-hmm.
2: for hanging in there. Yeah. You know, a lot of. A lot of courage to win that game five, mm-hmm. like they did. So,
1: if Bennington doesn't get hurt, I think they, they may have been able to force it to a game seven. I still, I'm not, I don't think the Blues would have won, but
2: no, I don't think they could have. But, uh,
1: from, the, from a betting standpoint, Colorado was an underdog tonight. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't not bet on Colorado as an underdog.
2: No, you can't. I mean, I, I don't understand, and that's just because of the respect.
1: Yeah, that everybody has
2: for Tampa, and they deserve it. They Listen, deserve it.
1: Colorado may lose. I'm betting them as an underdog. If you yeah. watch the first two, the first game, Colorado dominated the game. Yeah. Yes, it was close. Yes, it took overtime, but they dominated. The yeah. second game, the score showed the domination.
2: Yeah. So. If you watch Saturday night, you can't pick Tampa Bay. You just no. can't. you no. can't. And they, you know. Even though it is just one game, you just can't pick it.
1: No. So, all right, final thing, college baseball. We're talking about it because OU is one win away from the national championship out of nowhere.
2: This is amazing. So,
1: yes, an amazing run. Um, game's going on right now. Arkansas is playing Old Miss. It's four to three. Whoever wins that one will be just one win away from the national championship as well. So, Arkansas Ole Miss, Ole Miss leads four to three. Auburn was able to beat Stanford six to two uh today, and then I believe we got the elimination game tomorrow. The winner here, Texas AM and Notre Dame will take on OU, and they'll have to beat OU twice because OU has zero losses. The winner of this one will have one. Who's your pick to win this thing? You've seen all the teams now.
2: Uh some maybe somebody's still on here more familiar with this than I am. Mm-hmm. It seems like we don't have powerhouse teams up there this year.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, there are a lot of unseated teams, I think, that are yep.
1: there. Well, the number one team, Tennessee, didn't make it. And the number two team, Stanford, went two and out. They're out. Yeah. Um, and so OU was unseated, Arkansas unseated, Old Miss mm-hmm. is unseated. Yep. So. Notre Dame. Yes.
2: And I think Texas was too.
1: Yes. Uh, no, they were seated ninth,
2: maybe. Okay. And then Auburn's 14th. Right. Well, we A&M don't. Is fifth. Okay. So we have just a couple of you know, Stanford and, and A&M. Anyway, I do think OU's in the worst bracket of the two because I do think Ole Miss and Arkansas are really good. And I, th- I think Auburn is too. If I had to pick who's going to win it, I mean, Oklahoma has been ultra impressive. They rolled uh, Notre Dame, and uh, who the heck they beat first? Texas a and mm-hmm. They 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 romped them. They're getting solid pitching. They're hitting the hell out of the ball. Man, they can hit. So I mean, I give them a shot. I think they're going to get to the championship. I really do. I don't know how much depth they have in the pitching staff. I think the winner of this Ole Miss Arkansas game may win it all.
1: Ole Miss is playing awfully well, too. They haven't lost the whole postseason. So.
0: Yeah. 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 This the
2: game tonight. Uh, yeah. I don't want to make the – I don't think any of the Arkansas fans are still on here because they're watching the game. Yeah. Arkansas just has a tendency to choke. They just – Yeah. And and don't overlook Auburn. They're pretty good. So, um, we'll see what happens in this Old Miss-Arkansas game. I'm glad OU hasn't – had to play either one of those. Uh, I don't think, I, I think, uh, I think Oklahoma beats Texas or Notre Dame. I really do. Not Texas. A, Texas a Yep.
1: I think go use in the national chi- championship game, and I think they'll play Ole Miss. I think that's who it'll, who the matchup will be. Yeah.
2: Uh, Cindy's got, as asked twice about the golf yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even know who won. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cindy, I'll tell you something. And Aaron can vouch for this. Father's Day used to be must-see golf.
1: Yeah, yeah, U.S. Open.
2: For one reason, and that was Tiger Woods. And uh, big-time golfers like yourself, I saw where you shot almost shot your age, I believe you said the other day, which is unbelievable. Nice. Congratulations on that. That was a tremendous score. You should be so proud of yourself. You must be a hell of a golfer, <laughs> or you cheat real good. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That was a. I saw you posted it on Twitter and that was very impressive. Uh but anyway, uh I just don't watch golf anymore. I just don't and and it's not that I I do watch the masters, some. Uh what's happening in golf now with this rogue league, that's what I call it. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna totally mess golf up. I, I just do. Aaron, have you followed that at all? I haven't really much, but
1: just casually followed it, and yeah, it's weird. It's definitely weird. Um,
2: well, the way I understand it, the guys that went over there and played in this league are suspended, right? From that's that's yeah. the way. That's what I read.
1: I, I do not follow it, so I couldn't I couldn't really tell you intelligently what's happening.
2: Um, and Sylvian says Mickelson, no, not for me. Now, if you like him, fine. And I mean, that's fine. But I've always thought he was fake. And if you read anything about golf, all the other golfers hate his guts. Yeah. They really do. They've always – I don't know how old you are, but there was an old TV show called Leave it to Beaver, and there was a guy named Eddie Haskell. And it called uh, Phil Mickelson Eddie Haskell because yeah. Eddie Haskell came across as this perfect guy, and all the other golfers can't stand him. And and that's a fact. That's Mm -hmm. a fact. And all the other golfers love Tiger. And the reason they do is they know Tiger Woods put a lot of money in their pockets. Yeah. And I think Tiger's a regular guy, you know. I mean, as far as getting along with other golfers. I, I don't know too many that don't like him except Phil.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just lost interest in, in the whole golf thing. Um, used to watch every tournament, not just the majors. I used to
2: watch them all. And I, I just I do. Too. There's just not – there's not any – I can't really say that, but there's no one that just stands out from the rest of them. You know, they don't grab you to where you want to watch them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And there's some guys I really like, mm-hmm. you know. I like Justin Thomas a lot. I love Rory, Rory McIlroy. I think he's a great guy. Um, I don't like Dustin Johnson, never did. Uh, What's that other one? Um, I like Justin Spieth a lot. There's another donkey. Oh, that DeChambeau, I think his name is. Mm -hmm. I don't care for him. Oh, anyway, but there just doesn't seem to be those personalities
1: there. Yeah. No, I, and, and I, you know, I don't, I probably need to give it more of a chance, uh, but I just, it's one of those things you get into too many things. It's like, I got to give something up. And that was kind of the one <laughs> i say, like, I can't yeah, watch.
0: This still, yeah, you're, you're
2: extremely busy. Uh, yeah. I watch golf, the masters. I love to watch the masters. There's yeah. something about that. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't, if I don't have anything to do, I can, you know, I can watch it better than I can baseball, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Yeah. I haven't, uh, I, I, I'll be honest, other than the OU games, I haven't watched a lot of baseball. I just don't, you know, don't care that much about it, but you got to watch it now with OU in it. So.
2: Yeah. And not what I do with the baseball. I have the TV on. I'm kind of listening.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: Stuff while it's on, I'll look up when I hear the, ting of the bat.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's
1: right. Anyway, <laughs> well, let's go hear the ting now. At the top of the third Arkansas Ole miss, we'll we'll have it on in the background as we do other stuff tonight. All right. Um all right, that's it. We've got it. So, thank you everybody for joining us and like I said, hopefully we win uh this this pick 4 Belmont. I I I'm excited for Thursday. Always love Naira, especially when they get back on the turf. Naira racing on the turf, uh, I, I think that's when it's the best, for sure, or the best in the country. So any final thoughts?
2: Well, we, we're not going to be able to, to do any better than we did at Prairie Meadows last night. Well, we... Last
1: night, Prairie Meadows, the picks did very, very well. For yeah, sure. we're
2: four and the pick five, and the pick five paid $1,191, I think, and the pick four was pretty big. We had a long shot in there, and, that's what you gotta have, and we, we we got lucky.
1: I have a horse for everybody. I'm logging in now to see how far. Seven minutes. Uh, hold on. It'll be worth it, I promise. Yeah. Okay. The the two horse in the ninth race right now at Prairie Meadows. Two
2: they are in the ninth race. Okay.
1: Seven minutes to post. It's a two-year-old maiden special weight four and a half longs. I've told, I've been told that the two horse in this ninth race, uh, will be very tough to beat tonight. So the two in the ninth at Prairie Meadows, seven minutes to post.
2: What's it odds?
1: Right now, four to one. On- and
2: is that one of Kelly's?
1: This is one of Kelly's first two, first two year old of the year. Um, for Kelly annual budget, uh, Iowa bred horse here. Um, I was told this horse is really good. Okay. So we'll see. Um, I think the horse is by, uh, let's see, horse is by upstart. So Iowa bred out of upstart. That's a pretty good sire for Iowa. So anyway, that's that's one I was told. If you want to make a little bet there, uh, I was told that the two horse here in the ninth, it's going to be pretty tough to beat today. So there you go. All right. A bonus for everybody. So. All right, that's it, guys. We will be back next week. Uh, we'll, we'll think of something else to do next week. And um,
2: It's the off-season.
1: <laughs> what's that?
2: It's the off-season.
1: It is the off-season for sports. So, yeah, yeah, we're digging for content here. So, all right, guys, we're going to get off here now. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thank and, you. And uh, good luck if you're playing that pick four on Thursday. Hopefully we hit it.